So I'm super excited to announce that the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care has partnered with Flat River Infusions as a corporate sponsor. Now, who is Flat River Infusions? They are a North Carolina-based hemp and CBD company that provides all natural CBD products. The owner of Flat River Infusions, Nick Sagan, has a pretty powerful family story to tell. I would encourage you to go to their website, flatriverinfusions.com, and read about it. But just to let you know that Flat River's products are non-GMO, gluten-free, full-spectrum, and broad-spectrum CBD oils. There's a quality product that's grown in North Carolina, and you can't really say that about a lot of the CBD products on the market today. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what the quality control is. And you don't know what other channels those products have passed through before they actually get to you. Whether you're looking for a wellness product to add to your routine or an all-natural plant product, Flat River Infusions is here to help. Their products help support healthy body functioning, as well as help support healthy growing muscles as well. My favorite product is the CBD Herbal Salve which comes in a little glass container and you can literally rub it on your joints or any sore muscles. And within 30 minutes, you feel better. It's amazing. I love it and I use it daily and I would encourage you to do the same. If you are interested in checking out Flat River Infusion products, please go to their website at flatriverinfusions.com. And any purchase that you make when you mention our show, please use the coupon code CUFITNESS, the letter C, the letter U, fitness, and receive a 20% discount on all of your purchases. Hey, hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I hope that wherever you are on this Tuesday morning, you're doing something fun and positive for yourself. So I'm going to do something different over the next three weeks. Um, We are leading up our big reveal on episode 100 coming up, and I've got a special surprise planned for that episode. So we're only four episodes away from that. And so what I'm going to do over the next three weeks is Today is the first of a three-part series in which I'm going to take a deeper dive into the primary motivations behind a fitness and a self-care program. And here's why I'm doing this. I get asked all the time about, you know, what what can I do to quote-unquote look better? Um, Or maybe another client will say, I just want to feel better. Um, And I think everybody, the front of mind for everybody is live longer and function better. Because, you know, at CU Fitness, we're experts in functional fitness. These are the seven basic moves that we do every day in our life and our routines and our, you know, basic activities. And so, you know, as you know, our philosophy is to help strengthen and prepare your body and mind for the second half of your life. And that's really where we fit in. So what I really thought would be an interesting thing to do is to look a little closer at what these primary motivations really mean and what's really involved with each one in terms of how you approach a fitness program, a self-care program, a weekly schedule, you know, what are the primary thoughts and beliefs you would need to have? And more importantly, how do you apply that to the vast, just this vast array of information that just always seems to be available to us? And if you're on social media, it only takes you a few minutes every day in your Facebook feed to see all the different program options that are out there. There's there's online programs, there's membership portals, there's, you know, challenges, there's boot camps, there's online gyms. And if you're sitting there with a primary goal of wanting to function better so that you'll feel better, so that you can show up better for the rest of your life, then how do you know which one of these options is actually going to work? 
And so what I found in a lot of my conversations with people, you know, over the years, and this has probably really come to light a lot more since uh, we're coming out of the COVID pandemic and what a brutal blow that did to the health and fitness industry in general. And as our industry is really starting to regroup and recover as an entrepreneur and a fitness owner myself, you know, I'm looking at the bigger picture here and seeing that these are really the primary motivations as to why, number one, why people engage in a fitness and self-care program to begin with. And two, what is it that's going to be the right strategy so that whatever your motivation is, you're actually going to get the results that you want and you don't feel like you're consistently stopping and starting or the mentality that you might tell yourself, well, you know, I need to just wait until I'm ready. I need to get ready. I need to get to the, as, as if there's going to be a perfect time in your life and your schedule to do it. So today's focus is going to be about the primary motivation of what it is to actually look better. What does that mean? The three questions I'm going to answer here, and then I'm going to give you more or less a framework as to how to approach this whole look better concept from the standpoint of the basic premise that we know to be true when you want to lose weight, which let's be honest, if you want to look better, usually weight loss is in there somewhere, okay? The other thing is to look at what that actually does to our metabolism in general, because let's be honest, as we get older, our metabolism, it doesn't really change, it just functions different. And so if you find yourself saying, my metabolism's stuck. My metabolism's broken. My metabolism doesn't work. It's non-existent. These are the things I hear from people. First of all, that's totally not true. That's a big load of BS. Okay. There, I said it. The thing about metabolism is, is that the reason it's not working the way you want it to, if this is you, is that there are a host of things at work behind the scenes that are keeping it from doing what it wants to do. Okay. And what it really, what it's really, what its real primary true job actually is. Okay, so I'm going to go a little deeper into that as well. And I'm going to leave you hopefully with a few basic concepts to think about as you approach it looking better. And let's be honest, I think the majority of us, if we are honest, want to look better. That's one of the reasons why we continue to, you know, work our bodies and challenge our mindset and, you know, get involved in whatever type of fitness or self-care program that you do that you actually stick with that's really the best one is the one that you actually stick with, whatever that is. So what I want to do is kind of examine all of these variables today under this whole umbrella of looking better. Um, and then next week, in next week's episode, we're going to take a deeper dive into the feel better, which I'm kind of approaching it with this same model in mind. And then we're going to wrap up with um, live longer and function better. And we're going to take a deeper dive into functional fitness and what that actually does. So I hope you'll tune in for all three. If this, these are one of your primary motivations, which I, if I had to wager a guess, it would probably be at least one, then I hope you'll tune in and you'll help me spread the word and you'll help share these episodes with people that you think need to hear it. Because my mission on this planet is to share the gift of a fit life with 1 million souls strong. And you all, my audience, are a big piece of that. We're coming up on our second year birthday of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care in August. And in just four episodes from now, like I said, we're going to be at episode 100, which is a pretty big milestone for us. And so really for anybody in the podcast space. So, so I wanted to do this kind of in recognition of that, but also because I really believe this is the pro one of the primary reasons why I am here on this planet to serve in this capacity is to, you know, educate you, give you with the tools that you need 
to make the decisions that are best for you and to help hold you accountable and support you in your journey along the way. And this is really the foundation of all of our programs at CU Fitness. So I hope that you'll tune in for all three of those. And please make sure that you give our sponsor, Flat River Infusion, some love. Head over to their website, flatriverinfusion.com. Use the coupon code CUFITNESS, the letter C, the letter U, fitness. And you know you can get 20% off all of your purchases. Flat River Infusion is a natural hemp company. They are a North Carolina-based company. They make um, CBD products. Um, one of the favorite products that I use, as you know, is the herbal salve. It comes in a little uh, small glass container. I use it on my joints. I use it on places in my body that are just feeling sore and tired. And really within 30 minutes, I really feel better. So I really want to encourage you to head over and, and give them give them a try. And don't forget to use the coupon code CUFITNESS to get your 20% discount. Feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions on that. And I'll give all my information at the end of the show. If, when you, if, if you listen to my show, you know that that's normally my pattern. So let's dive into the, let's, the, the want to look better, what that actually means. First of all, what does it mean? It probably means in your mind to um, build muscle. You know, this is one thing that I hear people say is, well, I want to tone. Well, there's really no such thing as tone in the weight loss space and in the fitness space. What that really means is you want to be able to see muscle definition, okay? So what that says to me is you want to build muscle, but you also want to lose fat at the same time. There's a pretty big distinction between weight loss and fat loss. We're talking about two totally different approaches. So if you're if you're thinking that you want to tone, I mean, let's be honest, it's summertime. So I think people are more cognizant of how they're looking in warm weather clothes, shorts, bathing suits, tank tops, whatever that is. Um, and no matter how old you are, I think we all want to look as good as we possibly can. So if you're sitting there telling yourself that ship has sailed, I'm never going to be able to look good in a bathing suit again. I first of all got to get this stubborn weight off or whatever. Um, you know, I think we all deep down want to look the very best that we can. So what does look better actually mean? So like I said, we're talking about muscle definition. Okay. And that's usually in the department of building muscle, fat loss. Okay. Which usually allows us to see that definition, not to mention um, weight loss, which is kind of kind of goes hand in hand with that after a while, maybe not initially, but after a while, okay? And how we approach how we accomplish that can be really individual and different depending on what your personal preferences are, what your personal psychology is like. Let's be honest, different things motivate us differently. And really what our work environment is like. I mean, there are going to be different things that work for different people, and that's really how it should be. So what does look better mean? Okay, so I just outlined that. What is it that you really desire? This is question number two. So in, in most instances, when people talk to me about looking better, what they really desire is to like what they see in the mirror, or they want to be able to get into an old pair of jeans or an old dress or a bathing suit or whatever. I mean, we all have kind of those, those items in our closet that we, if they don't fit right now, that we want to feel like we can go back to that. So that's really most of the time what's behind that is you want to like what you see in the mirror. You want to feel that confidence in your, in your mind and in your body because you like what you see. And that is actually going to lead you to behave different, to act different, to make different choices, to interact with people different. This is like a, like the, like the, what we like to call the side effects, you know, the confidence boost and the fact that you show up better for the rest of your life. 
And then the third question is, what is the primary thought behind it? Is the thought because you want to do it for you? Or is the thought because you're fed up? You know, a, 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 I don't know if you listen to Dave Ramsey in the financial space. He has a pretty successful podcast too. Um, but his expression is sick and tired of being sick and tired. So are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Is that your primary thought? Or are you doing this to please somebody else in your life, whether it's your spouse, a friend, a family member, maybe it's a, you have kind of a bet going with a colleague or a friend. Um, and let's be honest, sometimes that motivates us as well, is knowing that we're sort of in a competition with other people. So what is your primary thought behind looking better? I mean, hopefully the primary thought is, is that you're doing it for yourself, is that you're doing it because you want to be a better version of you. And the primary reason is not that you want to simply do it because someone else told you you needed to do it. So ask yourself those three questions and kind of take an inventory of where you are in terms of this whole, why do you want to look better? And why is that a primary motivation of yours? Um, and so next, what I want to do is kind of break down a, the basic framework behind this whole looking better, especially as a fitness professional and a health professional. What, I, what we typically advise and what's the cornerstone in all of our programs, as you know, our signature system, I refer to as our six-step fit life system. These are six basic pieces that we address in our work with all of our clients, whether you're in a group program with us or you're coaching privately with me or you're taking part in our group workouts that we do in person. And soon to be, we're going to be offering, uh, releasing our virtual platform in which we're going to have workouts available to us to you really from anywhere you are. And you can simply join us um, in our studio from wherever it is that you are. So it's like you are there with us. So regardless of which option you're in with us, we still apply these same six steps, really depending on where you are so that we can walk the road with you. So it's not a magic formula that's a rinse and repeat for every single person because everybody's a little bit different. So here's what we want to do. We want to distinguish between the, what's behind weight loss and what's behind fat loss because it is a two, two different approaches, okay? And the fact that somewhere in there in any program in which you want to look good, the whole concept of building muscle and maintaining that muscle needs to be in there as well because here's why this is important. Where I see people fail is they start with get, like gangbusters. They're working out like crazy. They're they're really restricting what they eat. They're really loading up on what they think are the healthy foods and, you know, ditching all the sugar, the fast food, the processed foods, the desserts, no alcohol, the whole nine yards, and really just going about it like that. And that might work in the short term because it'll work as long as your motivation is strong, let's be honest. But after a while, when life happens, and like we always teach, it's never a question of if, it's always a question of when. When life intervenes, then something happens and you start slowly start to lose your motivation. This is why you can't ever just rely on willpower and motivation to get you to where you want to be. It's important to get you started, but it's not enough to help you stay the course. This is why having a system like our six-step fit life system, you know, and like I said, we work with you individually on what that is and what that looks like for you. And how we navigate that to get you to the point where we meet your definition of looking better, okay? That's really important to understand. Um, it's not simply a exercise my ass off, if you will, pardon my French, 
and, you know, really, really restrict what you eat. So you're eating like a bird or you're eating salads three and four times a day and maybe a shake in there if you're feeling like it's a day you can treat yourself and be good, which is the other thing I hear from people. So the first thing I want to explain is this whole concept of calories in and calories out, because this is 1980s weight loss. This is what was being taught when I was in school. And for the most part, it is still true because the cornerstone of any weight loss and fat loss program is you must create what's called a calorie deficit, meaning that your body needs to burn more calories than really what you take in. Now, this does not mean that you totally restrict what you're eating and make up for it by doing two-hour workouts in the gym or super hard, high-intensity workouts four or five days a week. But what it does mean is that we structure a plan for you so that you're challenging your body adequately and you're actually rewarding what you do on the other end. And maybe rewarding isn't the best word, but you're actually fueling your body, which is the other word that we use in all of our programs. You're actually fueling your body in the right way so that you can maintain the results and the gains that you're achieving in your fitness program. So the concept of calories in, calories out is important, but the more important thing that I want you to understand is to create a calorie deficit, meaning that whatever small amount that is, and typically what we like to do is start somewhere between 200 and 500 calories a day, creating a deficit. Now, I didn't just pull that number out of the air. Um, I've actually read in several research studies where that number can fluctuate. It really, what we really want to do is look at what you weigh, multiply that by a thousand. So for example, I weigh 165 for those of you that know me. If you don't know me, I want you to picture I'm five foot eight and I weigh 165. Now, if I were to follow that formula, I would need 1,650 calories a day to maintain my weight. Okay. So now if I'm trying to lose weight or lose fat, I'm probably going to start there. I'm probably going to start by restricting my calories just a little bit every day. Keep in mind, one pound of fat is 1,600 calories. So if I reduce my daily caloric deficit by 200 or 250, you know, if I did not change anything else in my lifestyle, I'm looking at probably around 10 days or so, seven to 10 days to lose a pound of fat. Now, when the good thing is, is when you add exercise or a resistance training program, which really is the key, then that's really what unlocks it. But there are a lot of people in the fitness space that say, you know, exercise alone isn't enough to help you lose weight. And for the most part, that's true. But step two in our six-step fit life system is functional strength training and activity. And we do that on purpose before we address eating. And I'll tell you why we do that is because we believe that when you move on a regular basis, it makes you more intentional about what you eat so that we want the two to go hand in hand. It should not be an either or. You want two to exist in the same space but we want to do it in a way that's reasonable for your life, reasonable for your schedule and doable for you so that you feel like you're making progress. So the whole calories in calories out is important. We want to keep that in mind. So use that kind of as a baseline. Now, here's the other thing. Our metabolism does not function like a calculator. So in other words, the scenario that I just outlined before might work for the first few weeks, but most likely as you get your body sort of adjusts and you get used to things, okay, our metabolism is going to sense that you're trying to do something different and it's immediately going to try to protect you. That's always the job of what our metabolism does. That is it's a number one priority is to make sure that our body is safe and that we are okay. So if it senses that you're drastically reducing calories, guess what it's going to do? 
it's going to say, hold on a minute. I don't understand what's happening. I'm going to put a stop to this. And this is why so many people in the first few weeks don't really see the results that they think they should see. Or after a few weeks, they feel like they've hit a plateau or they've hit a wall. And it's simply because the metabolism is trying to find its new normal. Okay. So metabolism really is more dictated by the daily practices we do. This is why looking at what you're eating, making sure you're eating the right combinations of foods, which is something else that we address in our program. Step five of our system is energy eating. This is how we approach it. Notice we don't call it fat loss. We don't call it weight loss. We don't call it even lifestyle eating. We call it energy eating because you're fueling your body for energy for the lifespan. Okay. So your metabolism functions like a big thermostat. Okay. So I'll give you an analogy. This is the one I always like to use is think about a thermos, the thermostat that you have in your house. Well, think about in the summertime, you know, we're all, we're told by the power, whatever power company you use, we're told to turn it up during the day and turn it down at night. Well, why do you think that is? It's so that the thermostat will have to work the least amount of time. In other words, it's the easiest for it to adjust. If you try to turn your thermostat way down during the middle of the day when it's the hottest, the thermostat is going to work twice as hard to get the result that you want. And what's going to happen when you consistently move it around is that your electric bill is going to go up at the end of the month. Okay. Now think about our metabolism. If we're consistently working hard in the gym, reducing our calories, you know, activity, activity, activity all over the place and salads, shakes, and whatever else, and really not getting the right, the right kind of foods that we want, that we need. Okay. And the right numbers of calories. Then what's going to happen is, is our, our metabolism is basically going to halt any progress that we see because our metabolism is sensing that we're under stress and it is a stress to your body to do that. Think about it. So what instead, what we want to do is try to measure and match what you eat with how active you are. This is why simply just walking and trim and running and cardio alone is not going to be enough to get you the results that you need or that you want really. So this is why what we teach is functional strength training, resistance training using what we like to call multi-joint movements. These are move, these are exercises that work several muscle groups at the same time. It is imperative that you have this in your program to have the result of looking better that you want, okay? So look at the daily, the daily practices that we do or what impact our metabolism the most. It's not so much the workout in the gym or the fact that we had a really low calorie day, okay? It's the daily practices. It's how often do we get up from our desk? It's how much are we sleeping and resting? How are we managing our stress? How are we managing our mindset? How are, are we getting enough water? Are we staying hydrated? Are we making decisions in a way that really helps us rather than stresses, stresses us out? See, all of these things impact how our metabolism works, okay? So ultimately what we want, well, the point I'm trying to make here is that we want a well-rounded approach, okay, that keeps all of this in mind so that we can monitor what we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. This is why one of the first things we do in our programs is we teach you our concept of the mindset of a fit life, which involves being really intentional about what you're thinking every day. It's sort of like learning to think on purpose. Think about when you get ready to take a trip. You're not going to take a trip somewhere that you've never been and wing it. I'm guessing you're probably not. Maybe you will, but maybe you won't. You're probably going to ask for some recommendations. You're probably going to get some ideas about some of the things you want to do. That's planning intentionally. 
The same thing is true with your mindset when it comes to working out and how you fuel your body. You want to learn to think on purpose. And for some of you, if this is new for you, or maybe you've been off it for a while and you're wanting to get back on, I mean, it's summertime. So we usually see a resurgence of people really taking a stronger interest in retooling what their fitness program looks like when the warmer weather arrives. Okay, this is another reason why I'm doing this series now. So think about that is we want to learn to think intentionally about how we approach these things. That's why I asked you, what's your primary thought behind looking better? You know, what is it that you really desire? It's that whole idea of thinking clearly daily about what your intention is. Notice I don't say goal, I say intention, okay? Because this keeps us in the present. This keeps us more mindful of these daily practices that really impact our metabolism the most, okay? So the tendency, if we want to look better, though, is to not do it that way. The tendency is to really jack up our workouts and really reduce our food. And what that does is that creates a stress in our metabolism. Our metabolism senses that it's doing a whole lot of work, okay? And so, therefore, it's going to basically pull back on the result that you want. And you may feel frustrated because you're not seeing the change that you want in the mirror. You feel like you're working really hard and you're not seeing any changes, or maybe you're actually gaining weight, or maybe you're gaining fat instead, which happens. Um, So what we really want in order to look better is to create a situation so that our metabolism is what we call flexible and adaptable. That's really the goal of any fitness and self-care program, regardless of what your goals are. But since the majority of us do have looking good in mind, whether that's fat loss, weight loss, or a combination of the two, then what we want to do is create a scenario where our metabolism is flexible and adaptable. Now, how do we do that? The first thing we want to do in the beginning is to really assess and be realistic, number one, about how what, are, what is our workout schedule going to look like. Usually, it's best if you've had a break or you're just stepping back to it, okay, that you start with, say, three to four days a week and definitely incorporate that resistance training, okay? We're not talking hour, hour and a half, two hour workouts like so many people do. We're talking maybe 30 minutes or 40 minutes. If you're really intentional about your time and you really know how to use your time in the best way, then there's no reason why you can't get some benefit from that. You're going to be able to stick with it longer. It's not going to be, it's it's going to be a change, don't get me wrong, but it's not going to be the majorly huge change that going to the gym every single day for 90 minutes to two hours is going to do to your schedule. It's going to give you a scenario that you can actually stick with. Okay. On the other end of that, what we want to do is make sure that we're eating in a way that supports that. So if you're going to the gym every day and working really hard, it's going to be really tough to keep up on the eating end in a way that actually supports that. So it's much better to start with a really intentional schedule that you can stick with and incorporate an eating schedule that actually goes with that. So for example, what we teach in our energy eating system is, you know, we teach, you know, keeping, you know, staple protein items um, around. What protein does, not only does it uh, get you, keep you full, okay? In other words, it, it keeps you from having you know, from it curbs your hunger. In other words, it keeps you from having cravings that are off the wall sometimes, if that's you. So many people eat for stress, which is why I'm, I'm talking about that. And if you're listening to the show and you're a follower of the show, you probably fall into one of those categories. So 
You know, so what we want to try to do is make protein the cornerstone of our eating plan. Then what we want to do is, is supplement with low calorie options, like lower carbs, high nutrient items like vegetables. These are also high fiber foods too. And we want to stay hydrated as well. So these are all, this is just kind of a snapshot of what that actually looks like. Um, so my dogs are going crazy, so you'll have to excuse me. So, you know, what we want to do is create a situation where we can actually keep our eating plan, have it work with the workout schedule that we have. And what that does is that gives us an opportunity for our metabolism to adapt. Okay, adapt in a way that we can actually see the results that we want. And really, in the long run, no matter what your goal is, your goal should always be to have a metabolism that's flexible because it's not, like I said, it's not going to be the last time that things come up in your life that make it challenging for you to stick to your program. Okay. So, you know, we, we get so focused on trying to reach a goal and get to a goal, and then we almost lose our motivation when we get there. And so if we create a situation where our metabolism is adaptable, okay, which when we do this and examine our daily practices a little bit more, become more intentional about it, that's exactly what we're doing is we're creating a situation that makes that happen. So the basic thing that I wanted to leave you with before I sign off on this whole looking better idea is that we want the staple piece of our workout routine to be resistance training and activity. So the best scenario is to have a workout where you actually have some challenges built in. But if that's not going to work for you, if that's not going to be the thing for you, then, you know, you do the resistance training three, four times a week in the manner that I described. And then you supplement with what I like to call daily activity challenges. And I love doing this is really one of the things I enjoy doing with my clients is challenge them. What can you do in 10 minutes that's really going to challenge you? That's going to get your heart rate up. That's going to give you an energy burst that's going to help clear your mind. That's exactly sometimes what we need when we're sitting around all the time. You know, if you're sitting behind a desk or behind a computer during the day, you know, you need to be challenging yourself to get up at least once an hour or once every 90 minutes at the very least. So think about that five to 10 minute activity burst throughout the day. The other way you can look at it is the number of steps you take. Now the the predominant um, accepted belief in the fitness space is 10,000 steps minimum. Typically, 10 to 15,000 steps is is a better goal to shoot for. It's better to aim high and shoot for that. Now, what we don't want to do is go 20, 30, 40,000 steps a day. That's where we can get a little crazy. And that can actually stress the metabolism out too much to where we're not getting the results that we want. So we want to look at your schedule. We want to figure out where these workouts are going to happen, what it's going to look like, what's going to work for your body and your limitations if you have any your personal preferences, because everybody's goals are a little different, okay? And then where can we work in these movement challenges? Where can we work in simply getting up from your desk for five minutes? How many times a day can you do that? How many times can you park your car away from somewhere and walk? How many times can you take the stairs? Can you carry your groceries? Can you carry boxes? Can you pick up your pets? Can you do yard work? These are all things that count because this is, these are all ways that you're moving your body. And it definitely counts toward what I like to call your movement allowance. I mean, these are all the things that we teach in our programs. So as far as looking better, okay, you want to ask yourself those three questions. Um, you want to figure out what that framework is going to look like, okay? Weight loss, fat loss, muscle gain, 
build muscle or a combination of all of that. And most of the time, if you want to look better, that's exactly what it is. Okay. And then look at what is going to be the best scenario in terms of making sure that you get the activity that you, that you can do and stick to that's going to challenge your body and that you can balance that with fueling your body in the right way so that you don't go extreme on either end. Cause this is typically what we see um, in the fitness space is the extreme. So what I'm encouraging you to do is let's shift our perspective a little bit and let's try to look at it from a different standpoint. Some, some other experts in the fitness space will call that, you know, eat more, exercise more, um, you know, and that's really what I'm alluding to with this versus eat less, exercise less, which can also work too, if you're just starting out or you've had a break or you're ready to get back on the workout wagon, so to speak for the summer. These are all, I think, more, much more realistic ways of looking at how to accomplish what looking better actually means, whatever that looks like for you. So if any of this sounds interesting to you, if you're thinking that you need a break, you need a refresh, you need a reboot on any of your programs, I want to invite you to reach out to me at allison at cufitness.com. That's the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. Let's have a conversation about where you are. And if one of our programs could be a fit for you, or if you're looking for more individualized product coaching, I do offer that as well. Um, we are going to be launching, like I said, our video platform within this month, hopefully sooner rather than later. So you can join us for 15 and 20 minute functional fitness challenges right from the privacy of your home. This is going to be an option that we're going to offer within our streaming live membership that we're going to be launching. So I want you to, if this interests you, I want you to reach out and let's talk about it. Um, we'll have an easy, convenient way to sign you up so that you can actually um, create your account in our system and then book the classes that you want to do right from the privacy of your home or your office or wherever it is that you do it. Um, we have a nice new monitor in our studio where we can actually connect with you there. Um, and that way, it's almost like you're there with us. Um, so we do have lots of really affordable options as far as that goes. I also want to tell you, too, that we do have two more destination retreats coming up this year. We're heading to Blowing Rock the end of the summer in the North Carolina mountains. And we're also heading to the Caribbean in October and we're going to Turks and Caicos. So um, in all of our retreats, we do do a lot of this philosophy with movement, but we also examine the eating piece and we also have fun too. And this is where we can really take a deeper dive into what your daily practices actually look like. Plus, let's be honest, who's ready to travel? I think everybody is for the most part. So Think about that. You know, we would love to help you reach your fitness goals. If you're not in my private uh, Facebook community yet, please make sure that you go over there and join. Living your ultimate life through fitness and self-care. This is our mission on this planet is to help share the gift of a fit life with 1 million lives strong, showing you that you can put yourself first, that you can do things for yourself every single day without feeling like you're neglecting or sacrificing other aspects of your life. In fact, Putting yourself, you are your greatest asset. So putting yourself first is what allows you to live your best life. I just want to take a moment before I sign off again and tell you how grateful I am for all of your support. Um, we're heard around the world. Every single week we reach more people and I could not do it without you. If you are feeling like you would like to become a supporter of our show, please go to our website at cufitness.com, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com, and click the podcast tab. And you'll see that we have three options there that you can become a supporter. These are one-time contributions and we will send you a free gift and a swag bag um, as a thank you to help show our appreciation. And this is what allows us to continue to spread our mission, to share our message, 
and to help all of you out there uh, live your ultimate life. That's really what we are all about at CU Fitness. Uh, this is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one.